Hello and welcome back to the latest episode of The Code Bites, sponsored by Search 5.0. We're blessed to be joined today by Rose Kelly. Those that don't know, Rose is an aspiring leader within our tech sector who loves delivering on innovative projects that truly meet the needs of their customers. Rose is extremely passionate about fostering a culture of collaboration and mutual respect and providing a positive and supportive working environment for her teams to grow and thrive within. Rose is also a mentor in the 2023 Press Refresh program with Advanced Coaching and Women in Business and is currently the Development Manager at Bizarre Voice. I hope you enjoy this episode. Rose, thank you for joining us this morning. No problem, Stephen. Thank you for having me. It's great to chat to you this morning. Brilliant stuff. Rose, I'd love for you to kick things off and Give us an overview of your career to date. Yeah, absolutely. For me, Stephen, my journey began with taking inspiration from my GCSE ICT teacher a long, long time ago and embarking on a computer science degree at Queen's University Belfast, which I graduated from 2011. From there, I began my journey into the exploration of various different roles. Although a computer science related degree can typically result in a software development based role, I ultimately knew and felt really that this wouldn't be a permanent fixture for me, that it wasn't ultimately a permanent role for me. And so I wanted to immediately explore everything the technology sector had to offer. I have previous experience as a QA engineer, a support engineer, a software developer, product owner and a business analyst. And most recently, within roughly the last five to seven years, I have really found my passion for project delivery and leadership, acquiring roles as a project manager, program manager, and currently development manager. Now, often many people that hear this or may be listening to this right now might go, whoa, Rose, that's a lot of change. And maybe sounds daunting or very conflicting or that this could in fact impede your progression as you're not sticking with one job, you're moving across numerous roles and you're essentially starting again. But for me, Stephen, having experienced this journey, I can say it is in fact very much the opposite. Technology covers a vast range of jobs as do a lot of ICT degrees. So it really is worth taking the time to find out what it is that makes you tick, what excites you and what interests you. For anyone out there currently unsure, but also nervous about taking a different step, honestly, don't be afraid to give it a try and never fear that you are doing the wrong thing or that you're on the wrong path or different to someone else. Every individual's journey is different and every experience gained is invaluable. So always remember that. I was once, would you believe, very timid and nervous to change pathways. However, I find that every door opened more opportunities for me. It also, I feel, shows to employers that you are adaptable, you're willing to learn and you're motivated. And those, I believe, are all great skills. And eventually I found something that just clicked and I've never looked back, thankfully. And to me, there's still so much more to learn and skills to hone in on, which does really excite me. That's brilliant, Rose. And yeah, it's not your perhaps traditional, if there is a traditional route to, to be a tech leader, you know, for instance. But I feel probably from the experience that you gained in those different technology teams, Rose, it probably gives you better and more empathy, you know, into how 
people are in each different functions, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you get to experience it from all sides. You get to see different perspectives and you can really apply that then to your next role. And often in your day-to-day routine, you would be speaking to many of those different people, like a product owner, a product manager, a QA engineer, a software developer. So it's really great to understand where they come from and what experience they're going through. Brilliant, brilliant. One thing that we always enjoy tapping into, Rose, is success influencers. What would you say makes you want to succeed? That's a really good question. For me, it is understanding and helping people to solve problems, Stephen. Delivering projects to an exceptional standard and bringing people together in the process. That's really what ignites the fire in me. I love to work with my teams I love refining and maturing processes, the methodologies that help us deliver the best that we can, and most importantly, an environment that is comfortable and enjoyable for everyone in a place where people can grow and learn. For me, whether you're working within one team, across multiple teams, whether you're working with several customers or partners, I thoroughly believe that you should feel and work as a single entity, that you should be able to feel proud of what you are delivering, and you should feel a sense of belonging and loyalty to your team and that really you're in this together and that for me is my success influencer helping to create that environment for people. Brilliant I love that whole mindset of working together as a a single entity. Rose one thing which we then also like to delve into is what do you feel is the biggest challenge the industry as a whole currently faces and what will it take to address this? So I feel currently the biggest challenge out there for the industry, Stephen, is that we have a market that is extremely competitive. It has vast opportunities and several companies offering competitive salaries and incentives. But on the other hand, that is also conflicting with a time that brings uncertainty and fragility due to several job losses and redundancies across key firms and well-known companies in the industry. It's certainly a tough time for many. I can only imagine the turmoil for those, especially with families and all their commitments. And my heart really goes out to anyone that has suffered such loss and to anyone in this position that is listening. I really wish you so much luck in your journey to finding a new place and it will work out. And for those who are currently employed in our technology sector, those that feel uneasy and unsettled, I would really encourage that you firstly seek help from within your company. Try to see if there are any ways to resolve the issues or concerns that you have. Often your employer will be willing to work with you to repair the relationship and work in an environment where you feel unfulfilled or you're having difficulties with. Naturally, it can feel difficult to instigate or engage in such conversations. But if you ultimately enjoy your job there, and you feel that there is potential, then you have nothing to lose in giving it a go and having a chat. I also certainly would not encourage anyone to stay where they feel it is not the correct fit or where they feel genuinely unhappy or that they have outgrown their role. If there is something out there you are excited about or you feel could be a great fit for you, please don't get the current changes in our sector derail you from that progression. It will always be experience. If you do decide to move on, it is good to ensure 
that you've really exhausted all potential options internally first so that you can then look back with no regrets and know that you gave it your all and you tried your best. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's great advice. And certainly from our end rules from recruitment, you know, we're always advising that, you know, our candidates do exhaust, you know, all internal avenues, first of all, because they enjoy where they work, you know, nine times out of 10, you know, their employer is, is going to work with you, you know, in terms of making it work. So, yeah, no, I like that answer. And obviously, you know, considering I suppose the recent, you know, economic timings and, you know, the redundancies, I'm a huge believer that, you know, in any change or, or challenge in circumstances breeds a new opportunity, which is equally exciting. So thank you for that. So Rose, I'm keen to learn, how, how would you identify the most exceptional talent in the marketplace and what specific traits would you look for when hiring? That's a great question, Stephen. For me, I feel LinkedIn is a fantastic resource. It's a great community for connecting with people. It's extremely insightful. It allows you to learn about people's experience, skills, and their interests in the technology sector, ultimately. For me, strength, determination, resilience, those are brilliant traits as those are willing to work together as a team. So anyone willing to work together and into teamwork, that's a really big thing for me. If someone is willing to learn and willing to work with others, it's a great foundation. And then the knowledge can be built upon if you're always willing to learn and you're determined to get there. This could be detectable, for example, in seeing that someone has put themselves through different courses or classes, potentially funded by themselves. is also a great indicator of someone that is motivated and determined. Where I work at the minute, for example, in Bizarre Voice, some of our key core values are Transparency and integrity build trust, passionate pursuit of performance, innovation over imitation and stronger together, which really lines back to what I just said there. But people who align to those values and portray such characteristics and traits will be people that we would very much love on the team. Brilliant, brilliant values and also key human skills and traits there, which look for Rose. And yeah, you know, the first person actually just mentioned about, you know, LinkedIn in a great community there when looking for talent and it certainly gives any you know software engineer the chance to actually showcase you know the different projects for instance have done you know the kit hubs and there's so much there to be utilized on on linkedin so i suppose going on from that then it's obviously kind of difficult to identify and you know attain you know the right talent once you do so how would your sales at bizarre voice retain exceptional talent and what perhaps does bizarre voice offer that makes you different from the competition yeah, absolutely. Firstly, I would say investing in your people. So people are ultimately the most important thing. So allowing time for personal development, ensuring you're also giving your time to help with individuals' career progression, I feel is a great way to help people, keep people excited and motivated. Fostering a positive culture and an environment of collaboration you know, making people feel that their voice is heard, that they count, that they are a part of something is really integral. At Bizarre Voice, for example, we have Thinking Thursdays, which is an incentive that allows for each individual to partake on a weekly basis in some form of personal development. That can be a course, it can be learning a new technology language, taking forward a solution or idea that you could be, you feel could be of value to your company. 
And we also at BV have learning budgets whereby you can purchase any type of app, book, online course or accreditation to help with this and get you to where you want to be, which I feel are all great things and helping keeping people interested and feeling like they're being invested in. Absolutely. You know, it's creating that environment and I like that thinking Thursdays piece as well, uh, Rose. Rose, what would be your best advice to any aspiring engineer in today's market? I think, Stephen, there are some amazing opportunities and communities out there globally and locally for aspiring software engineers and would really encourage some research into those and to join those. They're brilliant ways of making like-minded individuals grow in your network and to learn from others. It can help to ascertain what type of technology stack you would like to specialize in or work with and what jobs are out there in relation to what you enjoy. So LinkedIn, once again, is a brilliant network and allows you to find out more about different technology companies. There is also an app and a website called Meetup that allows you to see all the upcoming coding events and workshops. For example, Hack the Hub is a famous event in Belfast, and I know some people who also got their first jobs by getting involved and making others there. So I think they're all, you know, great opportunities and great chances to meet people. Definitely great networking. And what we'll do is we'll plug that in the show notes as well. Rose, for the next question, I'm really excited to be launching this live today. So this is a first week of uh, a question from the Copites audience. And I think you're in a great position actually to come up with this answer. So what advice would you have for a software engineer who's nervous about speaking with non-technical teams such as product as they feel pressurized to know everything having been responsible for building the product? This is a brilliant question, Stephen. And having walked in both sets of shoes before, I can absolutely relate to this type of apprehension. And it can certainly be nerve-wracking speaking with others in another role or department for the first time. However, it has always been a positive experience from myself, all our teams and product in this example, you know, love to hear from our technical people, love to get their thoughts and opinion and don't tend to expect that you will know it all as they will understand there is a vast amount of knowledge and implementation behind any application or product. Some tips and advice would be that if you are really apprehensive or worried about not knowing some questions, ask for some time to be put in the calendars, if not already, to allow an agenda to be sent in advance of your call. So that way you can be prepared and you will know in advance what type of discussion they would like to have. Don't be afraid also to agree to take away an action or review a question or query and confirm details following the call. Also, Stephen, There's no one correct way to take a meeting or have a conversation. So tailor, don't be afraid to tailor your conversation to what you are comfortable with when explaining the product. So for example, when it comes to engineers, a demo or a walkthrough of the application might be more suited or they would feel more comfortable with that. And that type of visual workflow can really help someone less technical to understand and help to get that through. That's brilliant. Yeah. So it's just no, there's no correct given minutes. There's different options to allow to explain visual walkthroughs and things like that. And I think the fact that you mentioned there, the fact that non-tech people love to hear from tech people, you know, and that they don't expect them to know everything, you know, so that's really good advice. Rosa, thank you for that. 
Well, I suppose we always like wrapping up. If people were keen to learn more about Bizarre Voice, you know, what's, what's the best way for them to get in contact? Yeah, no problem, Stephen. I promise I'm not plugging LinkedIn, <laughs> but I'm going to start off with, yeah, you can learn lots more about Bizarre Voice, like others, by checking us out on LinkedIn. So if you go to www.linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Bizarre Voice, or alternatively, forward slash Bizarre Voice hyphen Belfast. That will also allow you to reach our Belfast site and get more details on the different types of events we have and what's going on there in our local hub. And also, don't be afraid to reach out if you would like to chat to myself. I'm one of the development managers here in the Belfast site. I'm more than happy to talk to anybody if they feel that they could get some advice or want to run any queries past and alternatively as well, you can reach out to our senior talent acquisition partner, Emma McFetridge, who is based here in Belfast, and she would also be more than happy and delighted to speak with you. And you can get either of us also on LinkedIn. Oh, brilliant. I listened, haven't worked with Emma previously. I think she's great as well, Rose. So, so thank you for that. Brilliant. Listen, Rose, it's been really good speaking with you. So thank you very much for your time. No problem, Stephen. Thank you so much as well. It was great to chat to you.